Hi, it's Janelle. This is Marissa. This is Sade, and you're listening to the second to last recording of Sleepy Pink Cast. You mean the show's not going to get renewed? <laughs> Wait, okay. The second to last recording of this season for Sleepy Pink Cast. Right. I hope it gets renewed. I don't know. <laughs> I kind of do now because this this second this well, what do you call the episode that comes before the finale? Penultimate. This penultimate episode has actually given me some hope. Did you? Kind of makes yeah. me mad that they're giving it to me in the penultimate episode. That's because that that was when we finally like. I mean, that's when they finally could make the real changes, I guess, because they started doing episode fifteen. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Guys, I almost had to watch this episode alone. It was really scary. What? Okay, so when we first started watching Sleepy Hollow after Janelle sent us her illicitly acquired copy of the pilot, mm-hmm. I was in a room with like five other, six other people. Mm-hmm. And then okay. in, all through season one, I always watched it with friends. Okay. Oh, okay. Season two came along, people kind of started dropping off. I had to watch it on Mondays, people couldn't make Mondays, you know, but at least I got to watch it with my partner. Yeah. Yesterday, I had to like physically haul my partner out of his chair and sit oh, no. the TV, and he no. was like, "No, don't make me watch this. I want to play my game." And I was like, "How did it come to this?" Um, did he like it? At least no one wants to watch the show with me anymore. Oh well. But maybe after this episode, yeah, um, there's a good hook at the end. Yeah. And please come back. <laughs> please. I don't know. I mean, it's kind of hard to keep people. So watching shows and stuff these days because there's so much else to watch. There's so much more to watch. And if you're not sure if a show is going to be good or not, you can always wait till the season ends and then marathon it on Netflix. Right. So there's that. I think that's what people, some people are waiting for. I mean, if if Sleepy Hollow goes on Netflix, it will gain more follow. I mean, more followers. Yeah, definitely. I don't know why the season one isn't even there yet. It doesn't make any sense to me. That was the other thing. It's apparently, hard to catch people up. And apparently it's on German Netflix now. Oh, really? Like, what the hell? Yeah. It's, oh, okay. Any so the Germans on Netflix, like, are any like? I don't is know. maybe that maybe Netflix just doesn't have a deal with Fox or something? If I don't know, I don't know what it is, but it should be on Netflix because that's that's a way that people get into shows. Yeah, because that's what happened with Scandal, I think. Like the first season wasn't really doing much. Yeah, mm-hmm. that is exactly how I got into Scandal mm-hmm. from marathoning it on Netflix. Pretty much, yeah. So. In the privacy of my own home. Yeah. Not letting other people know what I was watching. Because <laughs> scandal. Um, yeah, no. Uh, it should be on Netflix. I don't know why it's on German Netflix and not like on anything else, but that's what's up. I was going to make an inappropriate Hessian joke. What? Oh, <laughs> maybe that's why they're responsible. But, you know what's funny? Speaking of scandal, Kerry Washington tweeted about watching it, about watching Sleepy Hollow. Ooh. Yeah. Which I would great. say that oh, yeah, the white I saw that male too. lead on Sleepy Hollow is way better than Fitz on Scandal. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. If I had to choose between the two, I would definitely choose They're both one. insufferable in their own way, yes. mind you. I, yes. I saw, like, a comment that they, I mean, this person is obviously a Scandal stan because they have, they had, like, a head, a head, um, whatever, like, they're, 
the picture of their background on their blog was the picture with the picture of Fitz. And they were like, oh, you know, I'm kind of dropped off watching Sleepy Hollow because there are all these hot people and none of them are hooking up. And I was like, you can you go away? <laughs> Please don't watch the show if that's all you're watching for. I was like, you're obviously a Fitz fan. You obviously have bad taste. Goodbye. I don't I don't like Fitz fans. Sorry. Am I offending I anybody? Really? Right? I, I think that Bram looks like Fitz. Really? He looks well, like no the ancestor eyebrows. of Fitz. Yeah. Oh, no yeah. eyebrows. Oh my, god. oh my god, you're so right and that's <laughs> creepy. Oh my god. Ew. Uh, I, I live in a world where Sleepy Hollow, Scandal, and How to Get Away with Murder are the same universe. <laughs> okay, so here's how it works. When Olivia Pope was in law school, she went to the school that Annalise Keating teaches at. In fact, she was one of the Keating Five for her year. Right, okay. Mm -hmm. And then she decided to go into politics. Okay. That Sleepy Hollow sense. is taking place the same time and year a scandal is taking place. But since there's so much bullshit going on in Washington, no one's noticing the hell mouth that just opened in New York. Okay. <laughs> okay. Olivia Pope and Abby Mills and Jenny Mills are all descendants of Grace Dixon. Fitz <laughs> <laughs> is a descendant of Bram. <laughs> oh That's pretty cool. Who's Ichabod's that is my shared universe. Who's Ichabod descended from? Ichabod isn't... I don't know. Is Andrew Garber also in Scandal? Andrew Garber is on The Flash. He is. Oh, he's on, yeah, he's he on so much stuff. I don't even remember. Maybe Professor Stein on Flash is a descendant of one of Ichabod's cousins or siblings. <laughs> and that's why he looks like Ichabod's dad. Mm -hmm. True. And Iris West is secretly a witch. I don't know. <laughs> And it makes sense. The scandal thing always makes sense because they really are too preoccupied to notice the supernatural stuff going on in the rest of the United States on that show. You know what? Speaking of this, I mean, this really doesn't have... Speaking of Descendants, though, did you... I don't know if you heard about the Book of Negroes. That was trending on last night. I was like, I hope uh, the Sleepy Hollow um, people watch this show and learn how to, like, construct freed Black people in a proper way because they're supposed to be I think this story is like based on the freed men who went to Canada or something. It stars it stars um Abby and Jenny's mother, the actress who plays her. Oh serious? Ingenue, yeah. Sweet. Yeah. So I'm hoping they're watching it. So maybe it'll give them some ideas and how to freaking write. But yeah, it was trending last night. Um I don't know if any Yeah, of it's about black British loyalists during the Revolutionary War, yeah. it looks like. Yeah. Something because like that. the British were um, way more open to ending slavery than George Washington's team. Right. Yeah. Yeah, so I'm like, I hope you guys are watching that because Anjanu Ellis was on your show as Mama Mills. Are BET shows on Hulu or... It's produced by a Canadian company. Oh, okay. So I was, thought it was on BET. I think it's distributed by BET, but it's produced by a Canadian company and it was first on a Canadian channel and I have to watch it. I haven't had the time because I took my niece out to like um the museum today so i didn't get to watch it but um, yeah was there an ad for book of negroes on sleepy hollow no which is weird because they had the, an ad for the game during empire they had an ad for another show at least in the u.s uh -huh. and it was called like washington spies or something what oh, does it start and it's an amc show called turn, turn. washington spies. yeah turn i've seen yeah turn's been on for a while oh okay yeah wow it's it has well they were advertising during sleepy hollow yeah i saw that and i was screaming where are the POCs?" i know at the ad. i was like where i was like i'm sure they existed come on there were some of them i was like stuff. what's going on yeah 
I mean, we talk about William Lee not being on Sleepy Hollow. But he should at least be Where on turn. Where is he on this show? Yeah, I don't know, man. Do you expect me to believe George Washington gets dressed by himself? <laughs> right? He had slaves, you guys. Anyway, uh, did we see any more ravens that actually relate to the show? Because that was totally not related to the show, but yeah. I have two ravens. Okay. Hello, ravens. So one is just a interview with Orlando Jones, which is kind of interesting. It's it's about you know his stuff like with the live tweeting and his experiences on the show, um, but it's an interview with uh, Fox four one one about Wilmington, North Carolina. Yeah, didn't and he it's just kind of cool. He's pardon. He moved there with his family, didn't he? I think so. Yeah. He like he says he, he's having a really good time doing stand up in the area. Yeah. And he's doing fundraising. So off-season, he's fundraising, like, shows, um, and he feels like a new resident of the community. And so he's been fundraising for choir robes and other things for the, the community institutions out there, like the churches. Oh, that's cool. Huh. So I think that's cool, you know, like, he's settled into yeah. North Carolina. Where did you live before, L.A.? I don't know. That must get tiring to live in L.A., actually. He live tweets on L.A. time. Mm-hmm. So does he stay up super late to watch the show think, again with I L.A. people? I think maybe he does. Yeah. But yeah, he's on he's now based on the East Coast. And that's good for him, I guess, if the show moves down to Atlanta, he'll be really close to his family. And then we we did briefly touch upon this interview with Katia Winter in TV Guide last time. Yeah. Where she talks about how she's had a hard time doing the best with what she's given. Um it's getting picked up by news outlets. So like there's headlines like Sleepy Hollows Katrina kind of sucks according to the woman who plays her. <laughs> like she hates oh she hates her own character. Like it's it's becoming oh like a news God. story. Yeah. yeah. Um when people feel so strongly about Katrina as a as a character, is this is this a good thing? Maybe cuz then it will um maybe get people to come back if they're like, well, sounds like everyone now knows that she sucks and they'll they'll try to fix it. I don't know. Hmm. So there's another one from the AV Club. Even the actor playing a hated Sleepy Hollow character thinks she kind of sucks. <laughs> Newswire. <laughs> well, I don't know. Maybe yeah, a lot of fire under their asses. Okay, I guess that was it. I don't know. Um, as far as Ravens go, no renewals. What about the ratings? Oh, the, right. Uh, viewer numbers? Oh, and besides that, Nicole's in Los Angeles. I don't know, she tweet uh she tweeted. Um she Instagrammed a picture from LACMA, which I used to go to all the time. Oh, good for her. Yeah. I wonder if she's looking for a gig. I don't know. I'm kinda like, uh, is she looking for a gig? Are they renewing the show? Like what's going on? Is she just doing meetings? I don't know. I don't know. She could book a movie. Yeah, maybe. That would be nice. Uh so ratings went up, thank goodness to a 1.4 it increased i think what was it 17 percent or something um and 4.5 million viewers that that's what the rating said i don't know if they're gonna adjust up or whatever because it was a holiday yesterday but that's what it is for now and i'm sure they'll go up more with dvr and stuff so overall there's been an increase in viewership yeah which is good even during the holiday that's great that's really good yeah Yep. People are interested in seeing how the show plays out. Yeah, I and think, I think we did. We also did like a push for it. You know, like we were on Twitter and we're blogging a lot and telling people to watch this the show this um, Monday and watch the finale. And because because Fox is hardly doing any promo, like we said before. So it's like the fans who are pushing for it to get saved. I don't know. When I hope, I mean, is March usually when we hear about re the last of renewals? No, like May. 
May? Yeah, Why are they dragging this shit out? Like, I don't know. Maybe they want to punish people. <sighs> I was thinking we should send Fox like 1,400 donut holes. <laughs> Who is paying for that? I don't even... Yeah, waste of food, man. <laughs> exactly. Unless you have like witch magic. Who's going to eat slash pay for that? I don't know. I, mean, I just feel like... Hey, well, it's, it's a true. gimmick. You can get like 20 donut, donut holes for, for like $2. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> So that it would be, it'd be easy. Do they deserve your donut holes? I know. I mean, part of me, that's exactly what I I don't really like like Dunkin' Donuts, so they can eat them. Like, I, you know, (laughs) I get them for other people because I don't really like them. But you can feed, like, children. Maybe we can do it in the name of children. We can send children 1,400 donut holes. Oh my god, they would hate us even more because it's sugar. This is a liability. Don't know who Michelle Obama is like crying. Oh, please. <laughs> just donuts. Dang. Veronica Mars fans like used to mail Mars bars, I think. Yeah. And then the Everwood fans, did they set up a Ferris wheel or something? I don't even remember. I don't know, but something big would have to be done. I don't know. But it, it might not actually work. It might not actually work, but it's a gimmick. And then it's like, you're willing to send donut holes, but you're not willing to like do other stuff for other causes. It feels awkward. Uh, I don't know. I'm just thinking know. of stuff because no one's doing anything. So That's true. That's not a great sign that there's not like an obsessive fan base. I mean, they're tweeting, but tweeting's not going to do anything. Tweeting and like trying to get people to watch. They, they track tweeting numbers, actually. Let me see if I can find Nielsen tweeting ratings for the show. I mean, they do, but I don't know how much it's going to actually do. Um, I think there needs to be like a louder, there needs to be something huge done personally. Because then they'll like, oh, they're not that passionate. So we there's no point in saving the show. But I don't think online is the only way you're going to get attention, personally. Speaking from a PR standpoint, don't think that's the only answer. It can't be. I'm pulling up an article from Variety that found that Nielsen says that Twitter drives up TV ratings for only 29% of episodes of television. Yeah. So you're right, like, the latest research doesn't necessarily prove that Twitter does a lot, but it does a little bit. It, it might get people to tune in if they see that people are tweeting about the show. Maybe. It depends. The top tweeted programs... Oh, no, these are just Nielsen viewing. Mm-hmm. I don't see Twitter. Oh, here it is. Okay. Nielsen TV Twitter ratings, top 10 series of fall 2013, Breaking Bad, Walking Dead, American Horror Story, Coven, Scandal, Dancing with the Stars, The Voice, Glee... X Factor, Catfish, and Awkward. What was Awkward? I don't know. It's not around it's anymore. It's an MTV show. Yes, I, don't see, MTV. I don't think there's 2014 stats yet. I can try and find them. No, I don't think it's MTV. I know anymore. Fresh Off the Boat was like the third most tweeted show that night. Probably because of Ooh. all the people crying, reverse racism. <laughs> no, I mean, it was mostly losing to Empire. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. And I think even NCIS still had more tweets. Okay. Of course it's losing to Empire. Empire is a beast. I don't know what the Sleepy Hollow numbers are. Um, It's not... It's pretty much... I think it's pretty up there, actually, for Sleepy Hollow. We'll see. I don't know. Some Maybe somebody else can come up with another thing, because I'm tapping out on ideas. Anyway, let's go on to the episode. It's called The Awakening. 
Um, it was written by Raven Metzner. <laughs> oh, wow. Yeah. What an improvement. Wait, what? Yeah. Even a broken clock is is right <laughs> twice can we, a day. Can we officially say that this is his best that episode? That is his best yes. episode. And Good job. What the hell? Seriously? Mm-hmm. I would have never guessed that he wrote this episode. I think, never in a million years. I think he wrote his name. Like, he wrote most of it, but other people probably helped with stuff because he... I remember he was thanking, like, Damien Kindler for help with some sequence. And I think it was the end sequence, like the parallels mm. or something. And he was thanking somebody else for helping with the episode. But yeah, he wrote this one. Can you believe it? Wow. <laughs> Not, I, my part of me wants to, like, rewatch it and <laughs> knowing this because I'm like, no, he had to have slipped up or somewhere. And I just didn't notice. I don't know. I just cannot believe. I, from based on the episodes that we see him that we've seen him write previously, I did not think this episode could possibly be in him. Yeah. It's a it's good perfect, it's a good but... thing we called his ass out. People went in on him. They were like, yeah. You this sexist writing, blah blah blah. I was just no one's probably told him that before, ever. I mean, it's <laughs> not like it wasn't sexist. No, I mean, yeah, there but it was more like it was just yeah, it was a continuation of whatever has been already written. Already was bad, yeah. yeah. So it's not Which like is unfortunate, yeah. Especially when you look at Katrina, because yeah, she was acting badass, but look at look at everything that was like around. Look at her reasoning, yeah. right? Her reasoning for acting badass. It's still the same sexist right, bullshit, right? But there's like no way to fix that. It's impossible, <laughs> you know. At this point, they would have to like transplant her character, if right? <laughs> Seriously. It was directed by Doug Erniakowski. I always mess up his name. Er- Erniakowski. I always do that. Anyway, I, I really like the first scene. You know what Ichabod was reading? He was reading um, a passage, like the first passage from The Time Machine by H.D. Wells, which was pretty cool. So there are a lot of subtle references to time travel and a lot of heavy references to time travel. Hmm. If you don't, I figured he was reading something. I mean, they were talking about the time traveler. He was like the the time traveler was one of those men who are who are too clever to be believed, and um, Abby was kind of like, yeah, it reminds me of somebody. So that was nice. <laughs> <laughs> I liked. It. I love that they were in the library searching for copies of the books. They freaking blew up. Uh, well, it wasn't their fault. Thomas Jefferson did not give them a chance to stuff some in their pants. <laughs> But still, I'm like, really? You guys are going to, you think you're going to find that at the library? It was a used bookstore. Whatever. Those are different. Uh. There's a great used bookstore in Chapel Hill, North Carolina, that also has a cat. Wow. Can you find um, some of these rare books that they were talking about? Well, I found some Octavia Butler stuff and some Asian American Studies books there. Nice. Okay. Okay. So you might um, need to check that out. Ichabod finds- And there are cats. Yeah. Ichabod finds out he's not special. He's not the only time traveler. Um, I love the Doctor Who and Back to the Future references. And later on when they're walking, there's like a couple other movie references in there that I liked. Like, we never fight a land war in Asia when they were establishing rules for the witnesses. That's from The Princess Bride. Yeah. So the movie night thing is canon. It was from the the comic books. Ginger Hayes comics. Yeah. So they have like an annual movie night. I guess they're incorporating the comics, which would be nice if they are doing that. It's definitely cute. It's very cute. Cause he no, sh- if if he's eating a burrito on screen, then I'll believe it. <laughs> and she he she also um they were also talking about how she spoils all the movies. She I guess she spoiled Citizen Kane for for him. 
because he said uh, something about Rosebud. Rosebud actually trended last night because of that. Oh, wow, really? Yeah. <laughs> I'm sure everyone was, like, frantically Googling it. Like, what does that mean? What does Rosebud mean? But it's from Citizen Kane. I mean, people are movie fans. I, yeah, that's true, too. But I don't know if... I mean, I actually have never... I don't think I've ever watched Citizen Kane. The, the I've never seen it either. I, I know that I know it's Rosebud. Right. And I know I know parts of it and what it's about because I studied it when I was studying film at USC. So that's why I know so much about it, but I don't Did you neglect to watch it? I saw like the end did you just study it. They, I saw the end scene. Like they showed the entire mm -hmm. end scene to us and I was like, well th there's no point in me watching Citizen Kane anymore because you just spoiled it. So we also studied it. So I'm like, eh. I don't really need to see that, right? Or maybe I should. Mm -hmm. I don't know. Maybe I'll fall asleep. It was like trying to watch Gone with the Wind. I did not want to watch Gone with the Wind, and I actually ended up having to. We know Ichabod hasn't seen Star Wars yet. That's an oversight. Right. Huh. Because of that other episode where he didn't know. Yeah. What do you think his favorite movie would be? What? That's a really That's good hard. question. Would he like period films? I feel like he wouldn't. He'd get annoyed by them or something. Ah, uh, yeah, I could see that. Because you'd be like, what do you define as a period film? Like, I don't know, Anna, Karen, Anna, or like... Like modern day period films? Yeah. Would he like Jane Austen? Oh, he'd be that douchebag who's like, historical accuracy! <laughs> <laughs> but you know what? You know what? Maybe he would really like sci-fi. Mm -hmm. Since it's so completely different. So like, yeah. yeah. he would be into, um, I don't know. Battlestar. Battlestar. Yeah. Well, that's show, or... but I feel like he would be into maybe... That's a really good sci-fi. Blade Runner is not that great, personally. Um, it's a little overrated, Doug. Maybe he'll like The Matrix. The Terminator? Matrix. Terminator. Terminator. Time travel. I bet you he'd like yeah. Terminator. He'd like Terminator. Yeah. Definitely. He would be like, that's me. That's me. <laughs> <laughs> no. That would be funny. Mm. Um, oh, man. What if you watched 1776? Or. The musical. Mr. Feeney. Or if you watched, like. Robin Hood Men in Tights or something. <laughs> yeah. Monty Python. Monty Python, the Holy Grail. But he'd be like, that's juvenile. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe, I don't know. Anyway, we finally get a scene where the townspeople are like, they're showing people actually living in Sleepy Hollow. It's not just a set. <laughs> there are people that are affected by um, Henry's magic. That he's using, anyway. Uh, Abby and Igbot also find out later on that um frank is evil jenny tells them i don't remember him telling her to get his family out i thought he was trying to get them out like for some reason i do not remember this and i watched that last episode twice i don't know why i thought he was trying to get them out away from him i didn't know he told jenny to do that who knows did you guys remember that Wait, what, like the status of macy and cynthia yeah because he was like oh um I'm gonna I'm gonna get my family out. There are these offshore accounts, blah blah blah, you know. I mean Cynthia was just glad to have him back. The problem is a lot of the stuff that's happening, we don't see any of it, which is extremely frustrating. So it's all off screen. Yeah, and so it's hard for us to really connect with what's going on here because we we didn't see any of it, which is bullshit really. Mm -hmm. 
And I definitely agree with the assessment that we need to see uh, Sleepy Hollow Towns people. And I think Cynthia and Macy are definitely a good place to start. Yeah, speaking of, you know, what they're spending their time on, did we really need a flashback of the Gorgon? I mean, we know what the Gorgon is, right? Maybe they were afraid people weren't watching every single episode. Maybe. Maybe that's why there's so many unnecessary flashbacks. But I was like, you could have used that for something else. Well, we know from the viewer numbers that more people tuned in than in previous weeks, which means that for sure some people may have not seen that Gorgon number. Maybe. Oh. No? Okay, even my dog is unhappy with this fan wing. <laughs> Never mind. They just like using flashbacks. <laughs> yeah, I'm really excited. Oh, speaking of, um, so I'm really excited that they've been researching how to bring Abby's ancestor back. Did you guys catch that? Oh, yeah, with the stone. Right? Because they were the frozen one, and they were... Yeah, 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 yeah. I saw the coolest fan theory on io9. What, Tali? Okay, so the theory is that that stone statue is Abby herself, because she knows she was sent back in time. So she gets herself frozen, and then they can just unfreeze her in the future. No ill-aging effect. That's too... That's almost Wait. too... Too sophisticated? Too sophisticated, yeah. That's almost too good. I don't know if they can pull that off. Whoa, wait, say this again? So that frozen ancestor is actually Abby, but when she got trapped back in time? Right, and then they, so then she gets frozen so she doesn't age. It's like getting frozen in carbonite. So her presence, her future self meets, unfreezes her past, her future self that got sent back in time. But, but wait, how does that help anyone? Well, because then she doesn't die of old age in the 1700s. Like, if she gets stuck there, that would be a good way for her to come back to the future without, like, if there's, like, a time paradox thing going on and she yeah, can't, yeah, yeah. She, there's no way for her to get back, she could get herself frozen and then Jenny and Ichabod could unfreeze her in the future. <laughs> wow. It's so awesome. Cool. I yeah, hope that's, that's so the plan. cool. <laughs> can you imagine? <laughs> I don't think they're going to do that. It's going to be really like really her cool. touching some magic book or something and then going back into the present. But I'd rather than hope. Yeah. Ah, that would be really cool. Um, so you know how Crane, is at one point he's like listing off what happened to the to townspeople? An electrical surge, bloody handprint, voice beyond the grave. And then he connects it to supernatural circumstances that they've seen before, and I was like, isn't that everything that's ever happened on this show? Isn't that anything, anything that you've seen on the show before? Like supernatural circumstances? I don't know, it was so random. And, and then they figure out that people have been exhibiting witch powers that they've seen in people before, like with Andy Brooks and Solomon Kent and Sirilda. And... Was Andy a witch? No, but he was, he was like possessed by a demon. So demonic possession, mm. I guess, they were connecting to this. I don't know. But they figure out that they also get into how Crane cracked the Liberty Bell. I just remember someone on Tumblr being like, of course he did. He probably shot Tupac, too. Oh, yeah. That, that post had me out. Crying, laughing. Like. <laughs> it's too much. Think about it. Like, come on. He cracked the Liberty Bell. But it wasn't like actually the Liberty Bell. I'm glad they caught that because the Liberty Bell was after he he died. Yeah. So it was like a copy of the Liberty Bell before they actually had the real Liberty Bell. I don't even remember how it was cracked, by the way, in real life. Did they drop it? 
I don't think anybody knows how it was cracked. Really? In real life? Okay. Maybe I'm just saying that because I don't know. I'm sure you could. I went on a field trip like every kid in the Northeast at some point. Well, actually, no, maybe not every kid. To Independence Hall? To Independence Hall, yeah. Okay, I need to tell you, there is actually a three-fourth size replica of Independence Hall in Southern California. Really? So if you live in Southern California, you too can make that field trip. What? I That's know. So cool. It's built next to the Knott's Berry Farm theme park. I've actually by the Jam Company. I've been to Knott's Berry Farm before, like for one time for some random thing, and another time for a movie premiere. And I hung out with like Amber. What's her name from Sisterhood of the Traveling Pants? I hang out with her and her crew. Amber Tamlin. Amber Tamlin. Yeah. Okay. It's really random. I know. Yeah. Um. So the weird, it's like the shittiest field trip ever because there's like a roller coaster in the background and you're like standing in front of this fake building. They do not let you go into the theme park. Are you serious? <laughs> that sucks. They don't. You just go see the building and it's just like the field trip that the kids in like the East Coast get. Except ours is is but better smaller. because ours is actually real. <laughs> yeah. Oh, man. I actually never went on field trips like that on this because, I mean, I went to public school in New York. They wouldn't even bring us outside of New York because of some reasons like terrorism or something like that. It was paranoia. Oh. But yeah, I never got to go to Washington on a school field trip. I just like went by myself to visit my friend or something. Ichabod never got that field trip either. <laughs> Why? I guess they couldn't really travel, but they could have filmed him like standing on the steps of the Capitol going, this is what I worked for. Or like at the Jefferson Memorial going like, this dipshit in his memorial. <laughs> or like standing next to Abraham Lincoln's statue and taking a selfie or something. Oh my I god, know. I would love that. <laughs> I mean, Ichabod going on a field trip. This, you know, this show needs webisodes. You go to DC. So it's all the mystery I was in about DC. to say webisodes. The show desperately needs webisodes yeah. and they're close well, enough little clips that could, yeah even even just little clips that could um go viral would be such such great promotion for the show seriously it that's kind of stuff sells itself and it takes no time to record you just get like a cell phone get on instagram you know get an iphone get I on know, instagram considering how talented tom and nicole are they can ad-lib shit they can improv like entire scenes and there you go you have like a three minute right, webisode right i mean we i feel like the fans should start tweeting them and be like can you do webisodes please we've been asking for two two whole years i, I feel like sometimes i'm like fox doesn't want to put in the work for the show and the writers don't want to do it either or something or the production doesn't want to i don't know maybe people are too tired Um, so Abby says that they need to talk to Katrina, but do they really, do they really need to talk to Katrina because she's the only witch in all of Sleepy Hollow? Why don't they have more witch friends? Because they haven't figured out that apparently they know other witches. I don't get it. Like, okay. well, we know that Reverend Knapp was a witch. But he died. He had buddies. Look him up though. He had buddies. I'm sure he had like friends That's on true. Facebook. That's true. We know that like, what was his name? The guy who owned Gerona Motors. Knew at least a trick or two about magic. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, not Big Ash, but his 
the guy who was with big well that's native magic it's season one. Oh, oh um right what's his face how do they know it's not native magic right is it only because like usually only white people magic causes trouble like <laughs> yeah yes could have gotten consult <laughs> that's what happens it's white people native magic. folks know how to deal with bell <laughs> that's true Ichabod mentions that his and Katrina's relationship is strained, so they don't want to use her. So we, you know, that brings us to Katrina, who's failing miserably at, I don't know, she's just falling for Henry's bullshit, basically, as usual. I don't, we can't really do anything about the fact that this turn comes out of nowhere, seemingly. Um, they tried. Well, she was poisoned. Yes. <laughs> but they tried. They tried. Uh, Wait, was she trying to do blood magic to get the poison out? Or was she, like, excited about being poisoned? I thought she was doing blood magic because she was trying to reach Henry. Like, she couldn't believe that he was real or not. Because remember when she saw him, she had just woken up. So I thought maybe she convinced herself that it was a dream. Because, like, in her incantation, she was like, blood of my blood come back to me or some shit like that hey isn't that um a line from game of thrones <laughs> I, well i mean i don't know if it's exactly Sorry, what she's saying but i feel like i feel like that's why that. would she want him back I, I don't know even in her dream he was like fucking with her without her consent yeah maybe she just had to know whether he was alive or not i don't know it just bothered like none of this is her idea like i just because she was like, oh, I guess it's time for me to become evil now. Hmm. You know, like the conditions are the moon is aligned with Neptune or some shit. Like she didn't like she didn't decide. I don't know. Isn't it I, sad, if, though, that it's almost infinitely better than what than her just lying in a bed, wasting away? <laughs> well, I mean, it's not like I would have wanted that. And those aren't the only two either. options. Yeah. No, no, no. They like, totally aren't. But I'm saying, like, isn't it bizarre that that's, you know, we're even now that she still lacks agency, it's still she's still more active than she has been. Yeah, this sad. is true. I just I just but. wish that within this activity, it was like a conclusion that she reached on her own. Like, I wish it didn't take Henry suggesting the idea of a new coven. I wish she came up with that by herself. Like. I wish that when Henry Henry's death wasn't what set her off, or I'm gonna go back and save my son. Like, I was like, just no, 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 and let Ichabod die. Like, no, there has to be. She has to have some other purpose that doesn't surround her family and the men in her life. It's really. I mean, well, after we go to Abby and Crane figuring out how to destroy the bell, we go back to Henry and Katrina, and in this scene, she kind of has a purpose because. Henry needs Katrina, actually, who is a pure-blood witch, to perform the ritual to awaken the witches. He couldn't do it himself because he's only a half-witch. So this pure-blood witch thing is kind of coming out of nowhere, but I guess at least they're trying to attempting or attempting to build some kind of mythology. Because remember... Yeah, this was weird. Yeah. Like, are witches mutants? Also, Janelle, I think this solves your theory. That Katrina's uh, grandmother married her cousin or something a cousin yeah that there was some cousin loving i think there was some cousin loving not that yeah not that i Cause remember we were like why is her maternal grandmother also a van tassel yeah hmm. not that i think that the writers necessarily thought about it but you could marry your cousin and it wasn't considered incestuous because <laughs> you were far enough removed so their entire bloodline must be full of witches so her grandmother married another witch they're like Targaryens. Right. But except Targaryens married their brothers and sisters, which is not that good. The, there was an, another awkward use of flashback in here, too, because 
What was it? It was like, oh, he, um, Henry was telling her that he got his hands on the grimoire thanks to Frank Irving. And they had a flashback and I was like, that was literally two episodes ago, guys. They've just been annoying me lately because I feel like that time could be spent doing other things than awkwardly flashing back to something. And if if somebody doesn't know what's going on, they could easily Google it or, or rewatch the episode. The, la- the episode that they missed. I don't know. I think it's a But that's like time. their storytelling style is that cutback. Yeah, but I think it's so, um, not lazy, but I think it's, it's just... It's condescending. Not even that, this- but it's like a waste. It's a waste of screen time. I think the studio told them to put that in. I don't know, but I, th- I feel like whoever is editing needs to, I don't know, not do that. Some or- executive is like, I can't follow the convoluted <laughs> plotline. What's a Gorgon? Maybe they better put that maybe in. Maybe they're really viewers. old. Maybe the execs are just really old and they wanted it in. I don't know. <clears throat> one of my favorite scenes, I think, this entire season, like one of the, you know, um, kind of lighthearted Abby and Ichabod scenes was probably the scene at Home Depot. I thought that was really funny. I really liked it. When Crane was like, if we only... Shopping! Yeah, when Crane was like, if we only had a wealth of tools while building a nation, I was like, um, you didn't build anything. All your slaves built stuff. Stealing a nation. Can I get a what? They built the White House. (laughs) What else did they build? Um, It burned down. And, but... By the British. That's true, but and... On top of that, I think a lot, I guess a lot of people don't really notice this or know this because they don't really cover it in history unless you look it up yourself. But a lot of the slaves that they actually, a lot of the black people they stole from Africa were people who who were tradesmen and like knew a lot about building or, you know, like they, they stole people who were skilled. So, and they had tools, they did have tools to build. I, I doubt we could build pyramids now, but somehow ancient Egyptians managed to build pyramids. Yeah, and think about like South American peoples who built like equally impressive ziggurats yeah, and pyramids without fancy drills and stuff. So, you know, that was kind of funny coming from him. I loved the bobblehead scene. They should make bobblehead the cranes. The... Mm-hmm. You mean the one with the garden gnomes? Yeah, the garden. <laughs> the okay, I gotta nitpick this. He uses the word pygmy. Uh, what does that mean? He calls the, the, the gnomes pygmies. Isn't that like a mythological creature or something? No? Uh, no, it's it's a pejorative for groups of people in Africa who were, quote-unquote, discovered by some white folks in oh, really? 1888. Yeah, yeah. Holy shit, did not know this. Wow. Um, the Aka Mbutintwa tribes. They use it in um in a fantasy way, like a fantastical way a lot, but it is it was a pejorative. I mean, it is a pejorative that was used to describe yeah it it comes from greek mythology right right um there's like some dwarves so i guess that's what ichabod is referring to yeah i probably didn't know i'm like trying to fan wank this Um, okay okay he's probably referring to the greek myth of the like dwarves yeah but they did i mean they did even that greek myth was sort of racist because it was like there are short people living like in the east and in Africa. Yeah, which is which weird. Which turned out to be true, but I don't know. Mm. Anyway. Anyway. Was... <laughs> oh, the thing about Arbor Day, too. I was like, Arbor Day? Isn't that when you plant trees and stuff? People decorate their lawns for yeah. Arbor Day? I didn't... Not where I come from. I... Is that like an East Coast thing? I'm a... I mean, I'm... I don't know. I immigrated here. I don't know. I'm asking you. I don't like do people decorate lawns. No, nobody decorates for Arbor Day. I didn't have like a lawn for a long time. Arbor Day. I I don't know. Was that a joke that we're just not getting? 
I'm going to look this up. Okay. I'm going to look this up. What do Americans do? I thought you planted trees. You do you do plant but trees. But my mom was always like, we're not planting more trees. What? Okay. <laughs> we had trees. Yeah. But you Whoa, can't Arbor something. Day is celebrated all around the world. What? That's what it says. Let's see. In Uganda, it's National Tree Planting Day. In Taiwan, it's um, a traditional holiday because... The Ministry of Agriculture wanted people to imitate the U.S. In the U.S., Arbor Day was founded in Nebraska in the 1920s. It's a civic holiday. The customary observance is to plant a tree. Okay. All right. Do people do lawn decorations? I didn't find anything about lawn decorations. You want me to ask a white guy? (laughs) Yeah. Ask Ken. Okay. Hang on. Hang on. All right. Ken, we need an opinion from a white dude. Okay. What do people do to celebrate Arbor Day? Nothing. Maybe plant a tree. <laughs> See, like what? I think it's a joke that we're not getting. <laughs> so they don't like it garden gnomes or flamingos. It's not like an East Coast thing. No, I'm pretty sure that was a joke. Okay. But the joke doesn't make sense. I don't Arbor Day. I don't know. Well maybe maybe you have to ask Raven Metzner. Maybe we should ask Nicole. <laughs> Maybe maybe she just gave him a bullshit answer because there really is no explanation for garden gnomes and pink flamingos on lawn. Yeah. I mean, I was just wondering. We don't have to talk about it. <laughs> Sorry. Um, We're doing that thing we did last week where we, like, overthought this, everything. This is and what we do. Tried to make it make sense. <laughs> it's not even that it has to make sense. I was just like, I just want to understand the joke. I don't get it. I love that, Marissa, you mentioned uh, on Twitter that they should get arrested by Homeland Security and the arresting officer should be played by Daniel Henney. We just want to work him into the show. Be a, come on. I even retweeted Daniel Henney. I was like, yo, this is a ship that is not sinking that you want to get aboard. Yes. But also Calvin is there now. So, you know, there could I mean, there could be more hot men of color. Wait, you retweeted Daniel Henney? I didn't retweet him. I tweeted at him. Oh, to join Sleepy Hollow. Yeah. Yeah. It's going to work, you know, because season three. We're totally getting a season three. I'm trying to remain optimistic. Um, <laughs> yeah, they get arrested by Homeland Security and taken to the Pentagon. Can you imagine if that actually happens? And you go to Washington. I think I think that should happen. I think it yeah. should. And then Olivia Pope should be their lawyer. <laughs> yes. Let's do a crossover with Scandal. I'm sure, I'm sure, um, you know what? It should be like Kerry Washington guest starring on the show because she loves fantasy and sci-fi. And it'll be kind of funny because it'll be like, hey, she gets them out of the Pentagon, but she's not really Olivia Pope. She's named something else. Wouldn't that be funny? I think that would be funny. Olive Smoke. I, I think we should tweet at her and be like, hey, Carrie, you should guest star on Sleepy Hollow. Yeah. I don't know how she would manage They probably the, like, can't pay her. Drama. <laughs> I know. I'm imagining, like, what she would say to, like, Katrina. She was, I mean, she has done drama before. Not ridiculous drama, like, on Scandal. No, no, I mean, like, how would Olivia Pope manage these people? I don't know. She'd be like, you need to sit down and tell me the truth. (laughs) You need to get it together. What do gladiators do? Oh, my God, it's so cheesy sometimes when they do that. We're gladiators. And then they... Today's like, this is why I don't watch this show anymore. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> that amongst a bajillion other reasons <laughs> sorry guys i'm the only one who watches it still anyway so they're about to destroy their liberty bell and are attacked by irving and then jenny goes to take him out and tells him to blow that bell to hell i really like that line uh i was so scared for her by the way in the scene but she sort of just like shot his ass and shot him at point blank range 
There was this awesome tweet. It was like watching Orlando Jones and Lady Greenwood fight as Jenny and Irving. It's like watching mom and dad fight. <laughs> Pretty much. I, I think I made a joke like that. I was like, kids, mom and uh, Mr. and Mrs. Bam for just having a little spat or something like that. I don't remember what it was. Because you don't want either party to get hurt. Right. Exactly. It's funny. I guess uh, multiple people probably made that joke. So Katrina's like so easy to turn. Like she's really not the smartest person. It's not about smartness. She just has no fucking conviction. Like <laughs> you like what does Katrina stand for? What does Katrina believe in? What, like it's she like she believes in the power of love. Bullshit. <laughs> It's like she acquires a personality, not even personality, like she acquires goals through osmosis. Right, like, right, right, right. It's like Bizarro World House of M from X-Men. Yeah. Where they like just kind of decide that Scarlet Witch doesn't want there to be mutants anymore and she's like, no more mutants. It's like Katrina suddenly decided there'd be more witches and she was like, way more witches. Yeah. So awesome. We could build like a family in a coven and it'll just be like the two of us and all these thousands of people who she didn't, didn't really care for. I refuse to believe that Katrina is the only And her coven like banned her. Her coven yeah, did like, ban, ban her. Why? Like Make why? friends the normal way, Katrina. So you know what? They could have used that, I think. She could have been like, she could have brought that in and be like, oh, my coven banned me because I did this thing for Ichabod and that's why I'm angry and that's why I want to avenge myself. Like, you know what I mean? It was your fault that my coven banned me, basically, for doing this magic, this forbidden magic I shouldn't have done. Instead of it being motivated. Well, no, it's technically it's Katrina's fault, because then nobody tell her to do that magic. <laughs> I ain't tell you to save me. That all by your damn <laughs> Hey, but you know how hey, I'm thankful, but I didn't. You know know how people are, though. They'd be like, "This is your fault. This is your fault." Like you, you know, this makes me think of Rachel Rising, which is half the reason why I stopped watching. I stopped. It's a comic book I started reading. Mm Um, but it, deal, it deals with a lot of witchcraft and, and, you know, Salem witch hunt trials and stuff like that. And it's, the concept of it is really cool, but, you know, it was written by a white dude. So yeah. things get a little dicey every now and then. But there is this, there is like this storyline where this witch decides that she wants to bring back her coven that was like killed off. Mm-hmm. Um, during a really awful, it was, it was some some of the girls were part of her coven, but I, I think it was like a hundred girls, and yeah. like most of them were innocents. So she was like bringing them back from the grave to take revenge on the whole town. I'm like, how fucking cool would if that was Katrina's story instead? Right. If she was like, she was because originally she was burned for witchcraft, right? Like that's what we were told in the pilot. Yeah, or, we were told that, but they were going to have her. Technically, she shouldn't have been burned because there were no burnings in the U.S. They were hanging, so she technically should have been hanged. But they said that she was burned, quote unquote, burned for witchcraft, which wasn't, which I think actually did happen. But somehow she ended up in purgatory because of that. Some, yeah, they never fully explained it. They never fully it. explained it. The point it. that I'm trying to make is how cool would it have been if, like, her revenge was more about trying to rebuild her coven or get revenge against the townspeople of Sleepy Hollow for being awful. Yeah. I don't know. And Whatever. She, like, some selfish thing that didn't have anything to do with Ichabod or Henry or... I just want something for her. She did like, mention for, that Washington didn't keep his promise. So I, I kind of liked that angle that she was like... What promise? To, because her kind wasn't supposed to be persecuted or something and they were supposed to be integrated back into when society. Were they gonna, okay, but my question is, when did we ever discuss this ever? About, like, they just randomly brought this Yeah, that's up. the part of the problem too. It's just like they didn't 
they didn't put that in like you we know witches are persecuted and not accepted by society and probably hiding or whatever but they don't tell us there are any witches hiding quote unquote they're just these like random people who have witchcraft in their blood who never got to i guess practice their craft because maybe their families hit it they're they could have done a lot with this but you whatever know. let's stop explaining this yeah <laughs> let's let's stop trying to make sense of it katrina also decides that she doesn't belong in the modern time which is something they hinted at in the last few episodes slightly but something they really should have been working to the entire season because now of course it feels like a complete fix um, but the modern time is so cool women get to vote and stuff right <laughs> but wouldn't it be interesting if maybe like Katrina had attended karaoke and like everyone was singing and laughing but she was looking around like she didn't Did want to be there. Did we really anymore? want her to be in that scene though? <laughs> no. But the point is that, that would have been I mean Holly setup. was there. That's true. Holly was there. <laughs> it would have been a pretty good setup to show the distance that Katrina feels in the time. Like all of this is brand new information. Yeah. I don't mind the brand new information but it's definitely brand new information. Yeah. I'm glad Ichabod's seeing through the BS, though, uh, when Abby tells him that maybe Katrina's enchanted, and he's like, nah. <laughs> he's like, I don't believe that anymore. Sorry. That was good. I was like, he should have said that seven episodes ago. <laughs> that was basically 80% of this episode. I know. This should have happened several, several episodes, episodes ago. And it's so weird to me that she's all like, my darling boy. And I'm like, damn, girl. He's like older than her. He also forcibly impregnated her with a demon baby. And she's calling Yeah, him, why would she side with him? You know, because it's a fix. Because we, we just have to be like, it's, it's a fix. That's the reason why. That's that's. He almost let Headless behead her. I know. Crane, when Crane called out Harry Parrish, I kind of laughed a little bit. It was like totally dad voice. Harry <laughs> You're about to get your ass you're whooped. You're grounded. <laughs> oh, you said grounded. I was like, you're about to get your ass whooped. Aww. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, beating your kids. Does, it could be hard. Seem like the guy and the guy who would do whoopings. Be, beating your kids is a bad idea, you guys. Don't don't do it. Don't beat your kids. <laughs> PSA. Unless Henry's like this because he wasn't whooped. That's true. That's what like a conservative immigrant parent would say. <laughs> I know. They'd be wrong, but they would say. They it. would say it. That's what my mom would say. It's because he wasn't whooped. So he he tries to shoot Henry and he stops the bullet, of course. And he really gives him a talking to. He's like, you cling to the past so tightly like an uh, angry, unruly child. Ooh. Ouch. And how did... Okay, so how did Abby... Not a lie. How did Abby get the car to drive by itself? Was it magic? Cruise control? Um, Maybe she put a, a... I thought she put a brick on the assault. That's what I was thinking, Wasn't too. Wasn't there a cut to the thing? Did... Was there a cut? It was brilliant. I, awesome distraction, Abby. I wasn't, um, is that what he saw when he looked in the car? Because I didn't, I wasn't paying that much attention. I And I watched it twice. I just. I know, it's hard to tweet and look at the screen. Right. I guess time. I looked away when I was taking notes and didn't see it. That's my impression. Yeah. It was a really quick shot of the, the car. The, the, yeah. So Crane says, okay, in the scene, Crane also says he pulled Katrina from purgatory and the path she's on will send her back, which does that mean that's where she'll end up? At the end of the season, will she still be on the show in any kind of capacity or will she be dead? I think dead? it was like a nice way for him to be like, go to hell, wife. <laughs> I feel like he's not really, he doesn't really want her to be harmed in any way, even though she's pissed him off. He shouldn't have mentioned purgatory, though, because he got Abby out of there right quick and he left her there for quite a while. I mean, he had no choice because he was in a box, right? 
Yeah. Wait. Oh. Katrina? Okay, for hundreds of years, yes, but he wasn't exactly in a rush when he got out. Either. Yeah, and I think even Abraham pointed that out to her. <laughs> yeah, at one point. Like, <laughs> you didn't really. Abraham, captain of the SSS. <laughs> I, I know. Where is Abraham? He's just chilling. He has no purpose anymore. Where is Abraham? Where is Kindred? I know, right? The Kindred yeah. could have showed up. Come on. I'm just gonna let Kindred go <laughs> as one of those like I'm, random monsters. I think the shows let him go pretty much too. So they completely forgot about him. They totally that's did. another. They introduced Orion, which could have been a really interesting antagonist. Mm-hmm. The Kindred, awesome, uh, creepy ally for Abby. Yeah. Joe Corbin again, Abby. Like they just been fuck. You know what? Let's not talk about the past transgressions. The follow-up, though. The follow-up. Yeah. I did tweet about... I I tweeted to Zach Appleman about returning to the show. I mean, I hope they do in some capacity if you get a season three, because... Zach Appleman, who is this dude? That's Joey Corbin. So I tweeted the actor who plays him, and I hope he's going to be back if they have a season three. That would be really nice for Abby to have family besides Jenny. Yeah. For us to see Abby and Jenny living together also, right. that would be nice. Right. And Abby Abby and Ichabod are tied up in the flimsiest ties ever. I don't think Henry ever went to Boy Scouts. No, he didn't. He he was buried alive. <laughs> well, I mean But but he knows how to carve like little figurines out of wood. <laughs> that's right? true. Maybe he learned it from his isol from all that time in isolation. He and Moloch are sitting in their little shop carving figurines together. Speaking of Moloch, apparently Henry's no longer immortal because Moloch's not around. How did that happen? Or because John Noble wanted to leave. I just assumed that that was the that that was the reason why he lost his immortality. Because Moloch. Yeah. Because I don't, yeah, because he was under Moloch owned his soul and when Moloch died, his soul was released. Right? So that renders him no longer immortal, but he still had his powers. Mm-hmm. Well, his soul should have bought his ass a bulletproof vest. <laughs> yeah, that makes sense. That actually makes sense. Oh my god, something on the show makes sense. Yeah, that totally that makes total sense to me. That his soul was owned, so he was immortal. And now that he's no longer the horseman of war. So mm-hmm. it makes sense that his demon dad died, so he no longer had immortal powers. Because mm-hmm. he wasn't a horseman anymore. Right. So Abby... You know, shoots Henry. It sounds really weird, though. It sounds really weird. <laughs> well, it's a super. Nice. That was cool. Yes. Because she actually asked him, like, "Hey, are you okay with this?" Yeah. And I forgot what his response was, but it was he was kind of like, "Okay." He was he was like, yeah. "We have no choice. What you said was right. You know, our duty comes first. He said something like, "If um, you have to take the body with, I don't know. It was something po- poetic. You know what Crane does." And so yeah, he agreed with her. Finally, seven episodes ago, man, could have done it. But that was nice because it kind of made it so that there wouldn't be like you shot my son hate. Right. At the end of all that, I'm, like he was like, okay. I'm mad. Katrina tried to save Henry as if she could. She couldn't even save Frank. Get out of here. Like, who, what are you trying to do? Ichabod and Katrina were crying over Henry, which was interesting to me because I guess maybe Ichabod still feels something, but whatever. Maybe they're not crying over, like, Henry Henry. They're crying over, like, Jeremy and, like, what could have been. I guess. And their impending divorce. They could, you know, they could have made another kid. 
<laughs> Sorry. <What>? Terrible. <laughs> that is such a horrible thing to say, Janelle. Ten points from Gryffindor. What the fuck? Hey, I'm in Slytherin, okay? <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm just saying. That is like top ten list of things not to say to someone when their he, kid is dead. I mean, Henry was already a lost cause, so <laughs> I'm just saying. I'm just saying. She could be. She could be pregnant right now. Oh, oh my. Going oh, back in time. She is. She is. No, but I mean like before she went back in oh, time okay. with another baby. Okay, so, okay. Yeah, that could be true. Yeah, unless she like discovered birth, but they control. didn't like sleep together. I don't know. I don't know. I don't even want to. So, so they watched The Bachelor, but they didn't sleep together. Yeah, yeah. I mean, they didn't seem like you know. Ichabod was always running around with Abby. She never took that corset off. No, she didn't. So naturally, Katrina blames Ichabod for all of her sorrow. Even though Abby was the one that went like plop plop plop. <laughs> she like she she like murked him. Straight up. Straight up. Yeah, in the chest. Seriously. Yeah. Good shot. Like a gun, old like, gun that's like probably not that easy to shoot. Yeah. Go, Abby. Yeah. I see why you Henry got... should have patted them down before tying them to that pole. Right? She did what needs to be done. I'm just really surprised that Katrina didn't turn any of her fury on Abby at all. Maybe they didn't want to pit women against women. Oh, yeah, like that stopped them. You know what? Like, them Someone before. made a really funny comment about the scene. They were like, oh, she, she, he was like in her pocket to get the knife and she was grabbing his gun. I was kind of dying. Sorry. That's oh, really dirty. Out. Like grabbing his banana. <laughs> yeah, I was like, this is dirty, you guys. Cut it out. Freaky hollow. <laughs> <laughs> Katya puts a bass in her voice. I wonder if that was a director's choice. You know, to actually, her to like, yeah, to actually pull project. it out that projection. She was actually angry, and it showed from her from her stomach instead of from her throat. <laughs> yes, instead of I'm so angry, we got you know an actual angry voice. Do it. Do the do the do the stomach voice. Uh, pff, no, what was you? I Please. didn't even remember what she said. Oh, I'm so angry. <laughs> <laughs> it's your fault. Yeah, we got one of those, which was nice. So Katrina's is... If this was like a musical, it would have been like that song from Wicked. Yeah, that's true. If Sleepy Hollow ever did a musical, I don't know. I don't know either, actually. I don't think I want that, ever. Mm. <laughs> it just reminds me of Buffy musical, which everyone loves, and I'm kind of still like, I don't want it. Mm. Yeah, like, and the songs not are that fun, great. but it's not really that great. Um, I appreciate... Yeah, no. Like, Kat does a spell to go back in the past in order to change it, and Abby tries to stop her. Uh-oh. I appreciated the parallel of abby with crane and the pilot waking up in times they aren't from and old time yeah, music yeah the yeah. car yeah old timey sympathy for the devil that was cool yeah even though the, i really like that a lot yeah i like the shots and stuff but man the fact that they're sending her back like katrina seemed really happy for someone waking up in a time where you could die from drinking the water too by the way you know but okay well I, i'm sure for her it's just <laughs> it's back to being around Surrounding. I'm just. But for Abby, I just thought, why would she wander into town like that? Exactly. Yo, read the damn sign. Was she? Maybe oh, was she no, was in no. shock. Maybe she didn't really believe because that's what Crane did. Okay, but like, okay, but he like here's the ran into the though. road and almost got hit by a car. Here's the difference. <laughs> no one ever questions a random white, white guy. Dude yes. Never. Right. However, a random black woman, how she didn't run into any slave, 
any former slaves. Maybe she slaves, thought it was a reenactment. Slaves. That, that. No, I'm trying to figure out how she didn't run into any black people anywhere. Right. That was just like, hello. Well, you know, because black people don't do Revolutionary War reenactment. No, I'm saying that. With <laughs> I think that's a mistake on the producing and the, you know, producing, writing, casting. Because I was wondering, I was like, where were all the black and Indian townspeople? Like native people. Yeah, if anything, she should have ran into Grace Dixon. Do you think? Wouldn't that create some kind oh, I don't of know. loop, like weird wormhole? Like running into. She should have ran. I don't know. She should have ran into some Negro first. I swear to God. Couldn't she have because ran into... it just did not make sense to me. She and it wasn't even like she was standing in like some like local area. Mm-hmm. She was standing in like what looks to be like a town center. Right. How did she walk all the way there without running into? Stopped? Without a minimum, she's a woman in pants. Exactly. Right. And I was like, wouldn't she be more likely to be confused for her as a spy as opposed to a slave? Because of her, look how she's dressed, how she speaks. Um, did she still have her gun? I don't even remember. Oh, that's a good question. But she still had stuff on her, right? That would identify her as not being. I feel. I don't know. I feel like slave. she should have gotten captured in in a different way. Like I don't know if. Maybe it's just because in my mind, I'm merging kindred <laughs> into this. Yeah. So I'm like, if she had ran into, like, maybe not direct a direct ancestor, but, like, a friend of her like ancestor a- or whatever, who gave her a change of clothing, and maybe she had done something differently uh-huh. to, get yeah. ca- to get caught, as opposed to walking into the middle of a town square. Because there's so many woman. bounty hunters and... Yeah. Th- that, to me, would have been way, way, way more interesting we're probably talking about more a woman stressful. who almost went to Quantico. Right. To the yeah. FBI Academy. Yeah. I first, you know, I first, at first I thought the British had her, but it looks like the Americans have her. At this point, Crane has already turncoat. Oh, I couldn't tell from their uniforms. Is that bad? No, because I couldn't red uniforms? I thought yeah, they were wearing red right. uniforms, but on my rewatch, I think they were actually wearing blue ones. But if, if they were British loyalists, then that would mean there would be black and uh, native people walking around because they were offering them freedom and bribing them to fight for them, right? Yeah, but like, okay, put that completely aside though. If you consider like the types of jobs and roles that black and Indian people played in that time period, somebody that should have been a carriage driver, right. like, could have been a foot, like, you know what I mean? There's so many different positions, uh-huh. there's so many different places that they could have been in that environment, but you didn't see any. It wasn't well, at all. I, it was. Some parts of it was well executed, but like, oh my gosh, that had me flash back to when I was in the UK in in Bath, and I just got off the bus, and there was nothing but white people. I'm looking around, and there was like, they were just like staring. (laughs) That's what it reminded me of. (laughs) My friend was like, there are places you go in the US, and you walk around, and there's nothing but white people, and they just stare at you. Yeah, people will stare at you. Yeah. Yeah. So I was like, I, I know. I was like, I'm getting <laughs> suburban Pennsylvania. Yeah, I was like, I'm, gr- yeah. I'm getting triggered. I'm getting triggered. But like, shoot, even when I when I went on my cross country trip, or there were certain, <laughs> we would drive through certain towns. I remember, we, I can't remember where we were that we stopped by a rest stop, and my friend, who's you know, who's with me, white, blonde hair, blue eyed, was like, Oh, do you want something from like the drugstore? And I was like, I am not getting out of I'm the like, car. You can go in. I'm going to duck down in my seat and lock. <laughs> Seriously, there's, you can go there's in. still sundown towns in LA, don't you think? Uh, LA, sorry, there's still sundown towns in modern. US, don't you think? Yeah. Sundown I believe it. Well, you, you have to be home by like, sundown as a black or Asian or 
oh, Latino yes, person yeah. or mm-hmm, else mm-hmm. you're yeah. prime for, you know, white supremacist attacks and stuff. Yeah, that's so true. I mean, the yeah. I mean cops some people shoot. theorize that, like, Ferguson was like that. Yeah, totally. Mm-hmm. I totally believe that. Because mm-hmm. my friend is from St. Louis and she was just like, um, it's one of the most racist places ever. Mm-hmm. St. Louis, Missouri. It might not be like you die, but you might get like ticketed or shaken up by the police. Mm-hmm. Or you might die. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and, yeah, yeah. No. Worst case scenario. Yeah. yeah, so this is terrifying. This is like a terrifying situation that they've placed the lead female character in as a black person. Yeah. I, I'm really conflicted. Yeah, like, is actually, the concept is just so cool. I just wish it wasn't under such awful circumstances. <laughs> yeah. And such... I love the idea of a time travel, and I love the parallels that they did, but it doesn't change the fact that this is still a black woman going back into Dude, Like, yo, if this was like an Octavia Butler adaptation, it would be so cool, but it's not. So it's not as cool. It's very, very terrifying that it's in the hands of a bunch of white guys. I'm curious to see what they do. I don't know. A part of me is like cautiously optimistic. I don't know why. Because the episode is actually good. That could be it. Why she asked for Ichabod and not Grace Dixon? Me? Oh my god. That's exactly what I thought. I thought it was so odd that she asked for Ichabod. Because Grace Dixon's a freed black woman, right? And she has, she owns that, owns. She's part of that. She's part of that, like, rebel. Yeah. I guess within well, the... she could have asked for both. She could have asked for both in case one of them is not available. I wonder if she will actually ask for her. There's one point Abby's like, "This is wrong on so many levels," and I'm like, "Yep, you're damn right." <laughs> I was like, but you know, I wonder if I guess between the two. Well, no, Grace Dixon. If she was a midwife, she would have been known in the town. Yeah, definitely. I feel like maybe I. You know, it's gonna be interesting to see if they bring in any of her ancestors. Yeah, we should see Grace. You know, Jenny takes on Frank, who's trying to kill her. At one point, he mentions that witchcraft's in Cynthia and Macy's blood. Really interesting. So if we get a season three, is Maisie going to be their go-to witch? Because that would be so cool. Bullshit. You know they're not going to do anything. Uh, like but that. that would be so cool because she's would. she'd be, you know, differently abled person as a really powerful force. And she's really smart because as shown before in previous episodes, she's a really smart kid. So I think that would be cool. I don't know. Just a suggestion if you're listening, writers. No, I totally agree. It would be awesome to have a differently abled witch. Yeah. It would be so funny if she was like more powerful than Katrina or something. Well, she was also possessed by that monster. Yeah. yeah. She was. But they they were gunning for her for a while and we couldn't, they didn't really go anywhere with it, with that plot point. But now it seems like the reason is because they're descended from witches too i don't know so when henry dies frank's released from his control in a similar way i guess he's mortal now just like in a similar way um henry was released from moloch's control and became mortal so that kind of makes sense according to the mythology i don't know i like the frank and jenny hug after all that after everything was said and done 
Do you think they're shipping them? Yeah. Hell yeah. Heck yeah. She was like laying on top of him. <laughs> he was like snuggling to her arm. But I do like Cynthia too. So I don't know. But I don't know if Cynthia's going to like. Yeah, but they're not together anymore. I guess. But it's... I think I can respect. I can definitely respect them as divorced couple who have a good relationship because they you know they got to take care of their daughter right you know yeah. and he seeks solace elsewhere That's i can respect true. that as long as they handle it well they don't make it seem like it's um i'm jealous or like i just i hate when they do shit like that because it it always makes women look petty and just bothers me but i'm not mad at it i, I definitely think they were pandering to shippers in that scene though because she ain't had to do all that <laughs> that was a big hug <laughs> i can see that so i have some random questions about this episode what one is that it's called the awakening do you think that is a referral to the awakening by kate chopin now this is the like english major nerd in me coming out but the awakening is this like book that was written in 1899 and it's about a woman who awakens away from like being like a passive woman to being someone with a life she's like this wife of the sky and she's it's kind of like madame bovary or anna Karenina. actually it's like kind of a ripoff of those did um, somebody ask us that no i'm asking i think somebody actually sent us an ask like that too oh serious yeah i mean here's the difference right at the end of this episode katrina went back in time at the end of the awakening the main character drowns herself yeah i think somebody asked us about that Oh, okay. Because, I mean, we had, like, episode called The Kindred, and now we're having an episode called The Awakening. Yeah, like, they, they were like, do you think that the SH title, The Awakening, is reference to that book, I forgot who by, in which a woman basically finds she wants independence from her husband and kind of kills herself after her lover somewhat leaves her? <laughs> oh, my gosh. The, somebody was thinking the okay, same thing you were. So I'm not, it's not just me. No, it's not okay. just you. <laughs> That's funny. Yeah. Um, the other question is, I found an interesting person that Abby should meet in the past. Who? His name is James Armistead Lafayette. Ooh. Give us a little and, background. Uh, he was an African-American slave who served the Continental Army in the American Revolutionary War as a double agent. He served under the Marquis de Lafayette and reported on the activities of Benedict Arnold. So he volunteered to join the army under Lafayette, who was used as a spy. He, and so he posed as a runaway slave, joined the camp of Benedict Arnold, and then was a double agent. I almost feel like that would be too cool. Yeah. yeah, like yeah. It's, I mean, Lafayette was like, or Marquis de Lafayette was like very anti-slavery, so he was cool working with him. Yeah, so it, I mean, it would be very interesting, but I feel like, like we've been saying, these writers kind of, when it's not convenient, they don't put people of color in the stories. You know, they're just not really exploring history, right? And like real history, like yeah, it's like if you're gonna take that much liberty with how shit actually went down than like experiments right <clears throat> like bring new faces to the forefront right it's just he not fun an to rehash the same three four three four um Jefferson, old white Franklin, dudes Washington. yeah like what like why would you like why not hire interns and have them throw out these connections for you to use. Think about also how much they should hire us. So he's interesting. Yeah, yeah. After the war, there was a law freeing slaves whose owners had used them as soldiers. Yeah. But they would not free him. They were like, "Oh, but you weren't a soldier. You were a spy. So you don't get to go free." What? 
And so he actually had to petition for his freedom, and he had like a letter recommendation for the marquee. Wow. And so that's why he named himself Lafayette to honor the guy who, yeah. That's pretty cool. Uh, then he became a farmer and at one point owned three slaves. Oh, okay. I wonder if he treated them the same way. Yeah, weird, huh? Yeah, it's kind of weird. But, um, yep, that that's him. And so I guess the, like, fear of having, you know, black spies was valid. Yeah. But they usually don't cavort around in pants in town square. Like Abby did? <laughs> oh, Abby. Yeah, that was weird. Maybe, I don't know. Maybe they'll fix it. Maybe they'll be cool. I don't know. We'll see. We'll see. Is that all? I guess so. What do you guys think are going to happen next? Oh, we didn't rate it. I gave, I gave it like an 8. Mm. I Yeah, it made me excited for the next episode. Mm -hmm. Sure, why not? <laughs> I give it an 8 too. Yay! Oh, We're all the same page. Awesome. That's a long, that has been a long time that we haven't been on the same page. I mean, there are some parts that don't make sense. Right. Yeah, as right? usual. But it's a good fix. I'm sure Katrina fans are unhappy, but yeah, you they're know having what, meltdowns. I feel like all of the characters are kind of almost where I want them to be. It, it, does if that make sense? Like Frank is back and he's himself. Um, Abby and Ichabod's relationship is a lot better than it has been in the latest episode. Technically, Abby, they're separated now, yeah. but then but then I get to watch him like run desperately to like save. They her. got so they that. got rid of characters that weren't working. Holly's gone. Yeah, Hen Holly's gone. Henry, R.I.P. Henry, Henry. Um, quote unquote gone. You know, nobody really says. Sorry, show, John Noble. So. No, uh, Nicole was like, he's dead. Nicole was straight up oh, like, really, yeah. Really. Nicole was like, he's when this time it's a there's a finality, or something. Oh, thank God. No yeah. more Henry Parrish. Awesome. So John Noble's amazing, but the show didn't really do much. Yeah, they, they ruined that character. Mm -hmm. But yeah, but for the most part, I think the reason why I'm so hopeful for the finale is because they've, over the past two, three episodes, have done kind of exactly what they needed to do to bring things back to how they were during season one. Cool. Very cool. All right. So I guess. I hope things work out with the show. Yeah. Yep. Thanks for listening, folks. You can catch us at fatpinkcast.com. We are also on iTunes and Tumblr, Sleepy Pink Cast, Podbay, Stitcher, other places you can get podcasts. Hooray. As well as on Twitter, live tweet different shows with us. Yeah, we live tweet everything nowadays. Fresh off the boat, Empire sometimes. Whatever you want to watch. Oh shoot, Fresh off the boat. Oh, was that tonight? Right now. Oh yeah, it's on yeah, for you. Okay. I got to go watch okay. it. Okay. All right. Okay. Bye guys. Okay. Bye. Bye guys. Bye. I was told you had information concerning a soldier. The fate of the world depends on you believing me. Has anyone seen Ichabod Crane? I heard he was mortally wounded. Your husband isn't here. The fact that you didn't die may have screwed up history forever. Let us change the course of history again. I'm not gonna make it.